What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the New Life Podcast. It's your host, James. I'm joined again today by Nate Katalinich, so it's going to be another fantastic podcast. I hope you guys are ready. Um, we are day 20 done, finito, with, yeah, with day 20. So we're going on the day 21 tomorrow, which is crazy, almost three weeks in. Um, time flies by when you're having fun, so... And it's been a lot of fun, guys. It's been fun seeing how how hard you can push yourself. And it's also fun seeing the progress. You know, now that I'm 21 days in, like, holy shit, these progress pictures are looking good, man. Looking way better than I did 21 days ago. So other than that, world's going crazy. I don't check the news that often, but I did check it today. And gosh, man, it's crazy to me that, you know, if you are someone that checks the news all the time, I just tell you not to. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, no, it's good to know what's going on in this world. But I was looking at it today and it's just like none of it's really matching up to the way I'm living and the way I'm seeing things, Um, especially with, you know, the pandemic and um, just politics in general, like. I, all these all these big things that people are talking about are really not affecting me that much. Um, you know, I may be lucky, and I'm super grateful for the way I live right now, but it's crazy. On another note, you got Russia thinking about invading Ukraine. Like, holy shit. Um, so, you know, it, it, really, it really begs the question that I kind of started talking about today in, in my own mind, is, you know, how, how much do I let outside problems and outside things affect my life? You know, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking about it more in depth. And you know, there's tons of things and aspects that are out of my control that I let stress me out and make me anxious. And that is definitely not a way to live. I think that things that are out of your control are out of your control, and you got to control the things within your control. Um, so I don't know, Nate. What do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? Because I feel like, you know, I could probably list off ten things right now that I realized that were just things that were out of control in my life, that I was letting them, you know, influence myself, even though I didn't have any control over them whatsoever. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. There's a good Shakespeare quote. This one I always uh, pull out. It's, uh, nothing is either good or, good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Hmm. So that's one way to look at it. Okay, so yeah. I do have one issue with that quote. So, like, if you have something bad happen, like, say when your family member dies, like, there's not that is bad. Yeah. You know, it's objectively bad. But I mean, the best thing you can do is like take all the information, make the right choices, and then if it's something you can't control, you know, you just gotta accept it, embrace it, yeah, move on. So you got you know, you can't control the weather. That's what exactly. I would say. But you still live every day. Yeah, right? No, that's a perfect example. That is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You know, that can go into a lot of aspects of your life, but even with the 75 hard, it's like we decided to do the 75 hard during winter because if we were going to go on to do the live hard program, um, which is like a whole year, it would end in, uh, it would end January 1st, 23. Um, but either way, the thing I'm getting at here is that if you, like, if we let weather really affect our mindset when it came to our getting our outdoor workout in every day and man, dude, like, we'd be pretty screwed. Like we'd be pretty screwed because it's been really cold some days and we've still gone out and done it even though the weather's not in our control and we haven't let it affect us or haven't let it, sorry, haven't let 
it affect us. But, you know, again, that begs the question in my mind, what other things in life are out of our control that we, you know, that we let them affect us? Good I don't know. Question. You think of any others? Because weather was a really good one. I mean, I feel like it's unique to, depending on... Unique to the person. Your situation. Yeah, your, yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, I have a friend that's afraid of flying. It's like, well, brother, you bought the plane ticket. You're not a pilot. So, yeah. you know, that's sit down and be yeah. quiet. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just think it's really interesting. So I, I, I'd, take a, I'd take a deep look, guys, into your life and maybe write down some things that are out of your control, but you let them stress you out and figure out ways to fix that. And I'm going to do the same because I came to that thought today and um, I haven't had time to really dive too deep into it. As you can see, I can't really bring up too many examples, but if I guarantee if I thought hard enough, there definitely would be. And maybe that'll help relieve some anxiety and stress for you guys. Who knows? Um, but either way, main thing I wanted to dive into today, I was talking to Nate about this um, in the car earlier before dinner. And I was literally telling him, I was like, you know, I think that people in our generation really lack um, the concept and the importance of making connections and networking with people. And I mean, there's multiple ways you can do this, right? Our generation loves networking and connecting with people through social media, um, whether that's Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's probably the best example. I mean, there's many other ways you can connect to people on the internet. But I think the best way, and it will always be the best way, is to just do it in person for multiple reasons. You're not hiding behind a screen when you're in person. You have to be yourself. You have to go out of your comfort zone a little bit and talk to a random person. You have to be outgoing, be a bit charismatic. But all those, all those traits are adoptable and you just gotta kind of learn to grow them. And that only comes with going out and meeting more people. Best example I can give you for my life, right? The most influential person in my young adult life that I met was a 23-year-old 23, 23 entrepreneur. His name was Louie. And I won't give out last names because some, sometimes people don't want to be known. That's okay. But Louie, I met him in a sauna. And we struck a conversation somehow. I think it was something revolving around my tattoo and Kilimanjaro. Um, and he said, yeah, he's like, hey, man, here's my number. You know, anytime you're in the uh, general area, you know, we can like work out or we can hang out or whatever. So I was like, yeah, cool, man. So I got his, got his number. We didn't text each other for probably a month and a half. And then I was posted on my story that I was running and he saw that it was kind of close to where he lived. And he was like, hey, man, next time you're running around, you got to stop by. So sure enough, the next day, just going down the same route, stopped by Louie's house and ended up hanging out with him and his buddy um, for probably like a good week and a half, two weeks straight, almost every day. And they introduced me to Cody one night. And that's how I got my job started at Omni. And the people at Omni, like I've said in multiple podcasts, how grateful I am for them. I mean, they've not only done a lot of stuff for me, but they've also, they've also changed my mentality on how to, how to live life and how to be an influential person. And that all started with me talking to one person in the sauna. So connections and networking is so important. I think it's really important to do in person. 
I mean, Nate, what are some examples in your life of how networking in person has just affected you in a great in a great way? Well, the first thing I want to say your is business that, was one. Yeah. yeah, the business is definitely the most important for sure. But one thing I will say, especially like starting the business, is that relationships are always your greatest asset mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And the thing is, I feel like a lot of people who are um, – you know, in in around our age, you know, talking like eighteen to twenty five, um, are so used to using social media and those kind of online platforms that they just are a little bit scared. Like I hear that term a lot. They throw it around in uh, restaurants, especially with the younger girls specifically. They'll be like phone afraid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to talk on the phone. Like what? Yeah. I don't get it. But <clears throat> I mean, and if you're afraid to talk to someone on the phone, like you're definitely not going to talk to someone in person. So it's like yeah. But the one thing I will say is that a lot of some of the best networking people that I would have encountered are all like entrepreneurs for sure the best. Yeah. And then especially like I've noticed a lot like in the service industry and restaurants, I know a lot of the owners around town. Mm -hmm. It's like they're always the nicest guys. Yeah. Super nice. They want to take care of you. That's their business. So like, of course, like they want to. Service industry, yeah. But they, even if you're just a friend of theirs, you know, it's like they take care of the people around them. They value the relationships. They're super nice, friendly, can talk to them about anything. They're always, you know, they'll always be like, if you want to just talk sometime, like, let's talk. Yeah. It's great. Well, you just brought up a really good point again, actually. Um, You know, being in service mode of others, and like Nate pointed out, I mean, the service industry and the restaurant industry, they breed people that are really good at that. And that is a super duper fucking important thing to have in life is being of service of other people. And... That is the that is the biggest way to not only gain respect from people but love and awareness. Um, people like being taken care of. They like knowing they have someone to talk to and they can, um, you know, they can trust. Um, for you know, for example, we we as a friend group we talk about full service mode all the time. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's, it's kind of like adopted a lot of great opportunities um, for a large amount of our group members just because they were able to reach out to the right people and help the right people. And, you know, they're not afraid to do work. They're not shying down from someone asking to do something that may put them out of their comfort zone. I mean, for example, the best example, I think that me and Nate share in common was this summer. Like I started doing, um, landscaping and like kind of groundskeeping work for my landlord, um, and a few of his properties. And, um, I, I really had no experience with it before. I needed the extra cash. I had some things that I wanted to invest in and that I wanted to uh, pay off. So I needed the extra money. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll ask my landlord to do some jobs. First of all, you always got to ask. You always got to ask, man. If you don't ask, you're never going to know the answer to the question. So, um, yeah, it's fucking fucking huge one. You got (laughs) to ask the question. And uh, he could have said no. Okay, sweet. Not a big deal. He said no. Uh, But he said, yeah. So we ended up doing work and I had absolutely no idea what to do. And I called up Nate and I was like, Hey, like, I'm going to need, I'm going to need some help on these properties. Like, I'm not really sure what to do. Nate's been doing it a hell of a lot longer than I was. And dude, like right off the bat, it was like, like a, not even like a hesitation. Nate was like, yeah, I'll bring my truck. I got, I got this, I got that. I got, you know, all this kind of stuff. And we ended up knocking out a lot of this landscaping that I had, uh, that I needed to get done, like lickety split. And that's that's why I think the full service mode is perfect. Like, do that. Like when Nate helped me out with that, it not only like 
brought us closer because we did like a job for money together. But at the same time, now we know we can trust each other in the future on on other jobs. Yeah, and that's good because uh, going off that, you know, we actually James and I here met with uh, his landlord at their office, and so we'll yeah. be taking my company will be taking them on as a exactly a client. It's, it's full circle. Yeah. It's fucking full <laughs> circle. Like, yeah, I like I can't I can't express the importance of that. It's really key to bounce off other people in healthy ways, man. And like, as a perfect example is now, now Nate will have all the business from the landlord because we both did extremely good work for them in the past. And Nate has his own company now. And it's a perfect example. Like I don't need to be doing the, the landscaping. Nate has a company. So now Nate can have the jobs. And it's just like a, just a perfect full circle example. I'm actually glad that we went on to this tangent here because I think that's really important to show you guys just how important doing things for other people is um because at the end of the day this can come even more full full circle for nate after he does you know some great work for them and then they give him more properties because they trust him and he was in full service mode and did good work yeah that's key especially like i always think that you know so the it's a lawn care it's a services industry right so i mean it is like the service industry in the sense that i'm not selling you like pizza or beer, something in a restaurant. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm like, it's even more important actually because like I'm providing a service, I'm going to your home, like this is where you live. Yeah. So it's got to be even more. Exactly. And the thing is, all those people, especially look at some of these old timers been around, especially in Iowa City, smaller towns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these guys that run the businesses now might still be the owners and like they, you meet them, they know so many people. Oh, so many. So many. And I mean, so if you're doing good stuff for them, like, of course, they're going to be like, yeah, he's a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Ten years from now, I'll get you, like, you know, a huge deal. Who knows? Yeah. No, you're definitely right. And I think, I think like, bottom line is, guys, you know, when someone, when someone says, oh, you know, Greg down the street, he has so much money, he has all this, he got really lucky. I would say nine times out of ten, that person got lucky but they consistently put themselves in situations where they can get some sort of luck. And what I mean by that is is you can't just go out one day in the week and and like talk to one person. You got to consistently do it every single day and you're going to you're going to have a better opportunity of getting that lucky shot and meeting that one person that could really change and switch things up for you. Um cuz literally all it takes is one person that knows a ton of other people and really likes you that's all it takes and and you can and you can say to me oh i don't i don't have that kind of personality james i guarantee you it still works the same way other people have the similar personalities to you bro also that is something i want to say before you like, go on yeah <clears throat> so like when i i started my first job was at a restaurant when i was 16 mm-hmm. and yeah i'm pretty like introverted naturally i don't like especially if i'm out in public like i don't not going out of my way to talk to someone unless like I want to mm-hmm. or it's someone I know of course yeah but you know I just kind of do my own thing same thing at home I live alone I just kind of hang out alone because mm-hmm. I think yeah. I operate better as that so me starting in this service industry job when I'm 16 years old I was like scared shows I had yeah no fucking clue what to expect and then <clears throat> now like I'm very sociable and I just love people mm-hmm and it's great but something you can train yourself like if say you're someone that doesn't have friends right you want to make more friends yeah it's like well you got to go out and try you get better at it something you can practice it's a skill oh yeah 100 <clears throat> percent, dude and i mean 
and that's, that's another great thing about working in the service industry is you get you get to practice that every day with people and you get to practice it every day with people in sales as well um, another great job to improve improve maybe that those certain qualities that you may kind of be lacking in and I mean this is the thing guys like I said before and Nate just pointed out it's like it doesn't really matter what kind of personality type you are there's always gonna be people that are gonna like you and they're gonna put in a good word for you like even if they're an introverted person themselves um, but also it's important to get yourself out of your comfort zone one of our um, buddies Noah he's starting this um, company called modern masculine and he talks about the importance of brain health and one of the most important pieces of brain health is um, is you like creating neurogenesis which is doing new things often and getting yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, it really improves your brain health. It makes you more energized. It makes you more happy and you're not always, you know, depressed and anxious. So think about it that way too, is like if something's making you uncomfortable, it's probably a good thing, um, except in like really bad scenarios, obviously. Um, but like, if it's something that you're like, oh man, like this makes me a little nervous. Nervous and excitement, it's the same physiology physiological there was it physiology okay I, I can't say that word uh, physiological yeah there we go um it's the same it's the same reaction guys um i don't know why i can't say that word but i can't um it's the same reaction so if you're if you're nervous and excited your body's doing the same thing your heart rate's increasing um you your palms may be getting sweaty it's the exact same reaction so when next time you're nervous just know that is a form of excitement and you should do it. Get out of your comfort zone and sometimes take leaps of faith because that's when you're going to meet the right person that could potentially change your life. Um, super important make connections, guys. I cannot I cannot stress it enough. Yeah, and to go on a tangent, it's interesting like the, uh, the cause he's talking about modern masculines, that's the name of the company, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, brain health. And it's interesting how like being, your states of mind, whether it's like anxiety is a great one, um, to look at, not saying it's a good one, by yeah. any, but same thing with like nervousness, which is kind of like a form of anxiety. Um, like the physiological effects it has on your body, even though it's something that's totally in your head, yeah. which is powerful. Cause I mean, dude, like I used to get so nervous before my races and, uh, swimming, like this is what we're talking about. Like, uh, junior nationals, all that bullshit, big yeah. level meets. Like I'd get so nervous. I'd throw up before oh, yeah. every race. Dude, I, I've had multiple moments in that for soccer too. And like, <clears throat> like times of big games. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. I mean, yeah. And if you look at that at like a macro level and you say, you know, how many things in life are making me so stressed and anxious that it's actually affecting my physical health. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is funny. I was like, I always think of that scene, the saving private Ryan, mm -hmm. the opening scene, they're all in the boat going up to the beach mm -hmm. and dudes are like throwing up, they're shaking. Like, yep. I mean, Brand. rightfully so. Like, yeah. it's like, it was going to be a bloodbath, but yeah. like, dude, that's just crazy. And Tom Hanks is there yeah. like, oh. yeah, just Still all cold. business. Dude. Yeah, yeah. All business. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, there's a, actually there's a book. It's really good guys. I've heard. So it's on my, it's on my reading list. I have not read it yet, um, but it is supposed to be a fantastic book. I've I've heard two or three people tell me to read it. Um, it's called Emotional Intelligence by Brandon Goldman, and it really talks about how you know having a strong IQ is great, but having a strong EQ is even better. Emotional intelligence, guys, is one of the key key aspects of really mastering your your health on a on a macro level like I was just talking about because once you master your thoughts and how you perceive things and how you perceive situations 
um, you're going to have a better life. You're going to have more success at work. You're going to have happier relationships. You're going to improve your social skills um, and emotional agility, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, um, no, that's a big deal. I mean, that's like you. we touched on it yesterday. But mm-hmm. I mean, you could be running multiple businesses, multiple billionaire, whatever, and then like you have a triple bypass surgery for your heart. It's like everything yeah. just went out the window besides yeah. like your health. That's like number one. It all starts there. Yeah, it all start. It all starts there. And I. And I found myself neglecting it a little bit sometimes too, um, you know, especially before the 75 hard, um, I was neglecting my health a bit. And I mean, even nowadays, I still do a bit when it comes to um, um, when it comes to my sleep. I don't sleep as much as I should be, and it's really important for recovery. You're like um, the doctor who smokes or something. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, I it's funny, dude. I mean. But it's, it's just it's just crazy because the way I look at it sometimes as well um, is that you know I have these really big goals and I know that I'm gonna have to push myself these next few months. So it's in my mind, you know, it's the constant battle. It's like, okay, is it worth it to like really physically drain me um, until you know like I finish the race and it's all over, and then you know then rest for a month and not really do much. Or is it important to not train, you know, as much and as hard and focus on really recovering properly after intense workouts? It's, it's, it's a big question I'm battling in my head because, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a professional triathlete at the standard of some of these other people, right? These like long-term professional triathletes have been training for these races for decades, but they also train year-round and they have a super good regimen. They're really experienced I'm just the newbie on the block. I'm the kid, you know? So um, even though I'm doing professional races, uh, I'm just the kid. So I, I, I'm learning. I'm going through it. So, you know, it's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that battle. It's that battle. And having good emotional intelligence and realizing when to battle and when to, when to rest, that's important. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, I would say the one thing, too, that I always, like, can get – you can catch yourself in a little trap if you're not – if you're – you're talking about emotional intelligence. Like, I feel like people set these huge goals for themselves. Yeah. Even if it's like, I want to get all this shit done in a day, but it's obviously too much. And then they don't get something done and they're like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like, I didn't yeah. do it. It's like, no, that's fine. You set big goals for yourself and you're automatically going to be, you know, ahead of where you want to be. At least. Yeah. No, 100%. It's like, it's like if you win, if you win five out of the seven days a week, you know, you get everything done five out of seven, you win the week. And, you know, if you win, 25 days out of the 31 in a month, you won the month. You know, if you win 300 out of 365 days in the year, you won the year. And it's as simple as that. So, I mean, you don't have to be going balls to the wall all hours of the day, every day. But it's consistency it's, over intensity. That's exactly. And it's consistency over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, guys. I like to keep these, like I said, uh, kind of between 20 minutes here. We're a little bit over today. That's perfectly fine. It was a really good convo. I enjoy talking about these topics. I really think that it's beneficial for, for me to kind of, you know, express the thoughts that are in my head all day. So it's, it's nice putting them into like a content form and hearing it back. Um, but also I know it's fantastic for the people that are listening because it, it should be opening up some, some thought processes in your head and 
maybe grinding a few of those gears. But anyways, I love ending the podcasts, like I always say, with two things we're grateful for, two things we're excited about, one thing we're proud of. Uh, so Nate, what do you got for us tonight, man? Oh, so I got a small one to start, so thankful for. Went on a sweet walk with my dog the other day, like kind of explored. Mm. It was really cold, right? It's really cold here now. So we, uh, this creek was frozen over. We walked down this creek. It was super cool. Yeah. Right outside of town. Oh, I think you sent me, I think you sent me a video of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was a great time. So that was fun. I'm definitely <clears> thankful. <throat> you get to get outside. Yeah. Don't bring the phone. Just walk around. Yep. Doesn't matter if it's cold. Just dress, you know, dress well. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, another thing I'm thankful for, getting over my sickness. Yeah. It's been killer. Yep. But it's over now, so that's good. Yeah. Um, Excited about excited about the business. I just got some new marketing stuff in for the print marketing. That'll be good. Got some flyers. Check them out for our Iowa City listeners. Yeah, if you're, if you're around town, they will you'll mm-hmm. see them. But then, yeah, working on the digital marketing is also going to be exciting, which is coming up here soon. And then I will say yeah. the other exciting thing as far as partnership. Yeah, the business standpoint, we got uh, all the equipment's coming in, new vehicles coming. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. Things are time. rolling. Things yeah. are rolling. Yeah, I'm building some new. Uh, I'm building them myself, like racks for battery charging and stuff. Like you know, you gotta yeah. save some money, build shit yourself. That's it's what I'm fantastic. doing. It's fantastic. I love it. Oh, uh, grateful for. Oh. Proud, proud. Oh, proud of. Yeah. Um, proud of how well the business is going. Like I have never been an entrepreneur or a manager, really. Well, I yeah. guess yeah, kind of for myself on the side, but not yeah. like an official position. Yeah. So yeah, it's been going well though. I mean, everything's been a success so far, no major setbacks, which is something that will, you know, eventually come, like there will always be issues. But, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta work through those. I'm proud of myself for getting yeah. those, you know, just taking, rolling with the punches, baby. Fuck yeah. Let's go. So we gotta do, roll with the punch to life. Um, for me today, guys, I can roll them off for you. I'm super grateful for my younger sister, Reese. Um, I made a little post about her today. I can't believe she's going into high school. It's ridiculous. I remember the day she was born back in 2008. I was nine years old. Um, and now she is going into high school, and it's just insane to me. So, uh, yeah, definitely grateful for her. Grateful for my health. We're 21 days in. I'm feeling fantastic. We're definitely always a bit sore, but I am grateful we're kicking. There's also people like Nate got sick. There's a ton of other people around me that got sick, and I haven't gotten sick. So we'll knock on wood. Um, but, yeah, we're feeling great. Feeling fucking fantastic. Um, super excited for work. Business is a booming um, over at Omni Digital Group. So for anybody that's looking for digital marketing or advertising, always hit us up. Oh, yeah. It's the one promo. Me, me included. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, me included. Need some landscape. Mm-hmm. Hit them up. Um, yeah, I'm super excited, man. The business is a booming, and uh, we're doing great things over there. And again, talking about full service mode, we are doing fantastic stuff for the retail industry. We are keeping them alive. You know, Bezos and all these other people are trying to take over. We're saying nah. The small dogs still in the fight, and we're we're producing the ammunition for these small dogs. That's why I like to say. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just awesome. I'm just always super excited to go into to work and get things done. Excited for these classes that I'm taking, man. I'm taking some really cool classes this semester. Uh, professors seem pretty cool. I'm um, I'm pumped to get things rolling. Can't wait to get out and get my degree be done. Coming soon. And uh, one thing I'm proud of, 
is how much uh, everybody around me is killing it, man. Everyone's doing great. I, I, I'm just talking to all my buddies, and it just seems like everything we always talk about doing and getting done so far this year, we've been crushing it. I know it's only 21 days in, or 20 days in, sorry, but people are just going after it so far. So let's let's keep the momentum up. Let's just keep crushing it, and this year is going to be fantastic for the folks that are willing to put in the work. But anyways, guys. Feeling dangerous. Feeling dangerous. As uh, always, Chris Kyle. Dangerous. Feeling dangerous. Hoo-ah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything to leave with, Nate? That's it. Drink water. Drink water. Eat healthy. Drink water. Eat healthy. Love it. It's true. Drink gallon water a day. All right, folks. We'll catch you tomorrow. It's been James and our boy Nate Katonich. Peace out.